And now, Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN Radio. Where the fuck is Trump? Head the deck. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Because if we ever do, yo, TV, pop the trunk. Because we make a pop the trunk and hit the sweep. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> Give me your He is Jalen Anthony Rose. I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the news. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We're going to be Yes. Yes. What they want. Big show today. Huge trade between the Clippers and the Sixers. Another trade between the Pistons and the Bucks. The Lakers lost by 42 points. But most importantly, we will be joined by 11-time All-Star, two-time NBA champion, father of five, future Hall of Famer, Lil Bro, Chris Bosh, will be in the studio. Huge trade in the NBA. Jalen Rose has nothing to do with Anthony Davis. This trade is going to completely change the power structure of the Eastern Conference. Let me give you the details. The Clippers have traded Tobias Harris, Boban, and Mike Scott to the Sixers, who will then give the Clippers Landry Shamit, Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, 2020 first round pick that is protected. 2021 unprotected Miami Heat first round pick and two future second round picks. Jalen, this leads to a great debate. Okay. The great debate brought to you by McDonald's is this today, Mr. Rose. Does this make the 76ers the favorites to represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals? It does not make them the favorites. However, it makes them a legit contender. You would think initially when you have Joel Embiid playing in the all-NBA level, Ben Simmons playing in the all-star level, and adding Jimmy Butler – that that would have been enough firepower to make it happen. But the cohesion hasn't been there. The consistency hasn't been there. This is a great move by Elton Brand to not only add Tobias Harris, who's a terrific shooter. He also has height, which is going to give them versatility on both ends of the floor. Mike Scott is also a shooter that they can now use as a reserve. They don't have a lot of depth, and they won't have initial familiarity with playing with each other, which is why I have to still give the edge Right now to the Milwaukee Bucks, led by the Greek Freak, the Toronto Raptors, led by Kawhi Leonard, and the Boston Celtics, who are really deep and talented. Obviously, Kyrie Irving is their best player. Jalen Rose, 24 hours ago, I had this team, as you do, as the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. I think they are now my favorites to win the Eastern Conference. You know what happens in the playoffs. Rotations get shorter. You say they don't, they're not that deep. You don't have to be that deep in the playoffs. But look at the 76ers starting five. Their starting five is perfectly constructed. Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Like, that is an extremely solid starting five. Extremely solid starting five. And I believe that this team that went to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals last year with what I look think is a weaker team on paper is going to win the Eastern that, Conference this year. That is going to be the best and most accomplished starting five not only in the East. Second in the game. But second in the NBA. Yep. But the beauty about sports is the dynamic of team. And the other players on the other rosters, while they don't have the star power, they settle into their roles. Mm -hmm. There's only one basketball out there. And I do believe this catapults Philly 
to have an opportunity to make it to the conference finals, if not the NBA finals. But I can't say that they're the favorite because of those reasons, and they won't have home court advantage against most against a couple they're of the teams that they're probably going to play. I'm very interested to see how they they bring in Tobias Harris and how they use him because they have a lot of weapons and they have a lot of players that need the ball, frankly. Even J.J. Redick, he's going to get the ball sometimes. But my question for you is this. is This really puts Ellen Brand in a position. He's going all in. Ellen Brand is saying, we're going to the finals. Maybe we can take out the Warriors. This is what's going to happen this season. But this offseason... Do you then pay Tobias Harris a big contract, commit to him to long-term? Jimmy Butler is on wax saying, I want a max. Do you pay Butler and Harris and say, this is our core? I love the job that Elton Brand is doing with Philadelphia. There's a lot of management he needed to clean up based on the fact that they drafted poorly. Look Mm -hmm. no further than what happened to Markel Fultz in the Tatum scenario where they gave up a first-round pick. So because that took place, you have to go all in this way. I do believe that they're going to have an opportunity to pay Tobias and Jimmy more than other suitors. Yep. I believe, however, and it's just my opinion, that Jimmy Butler will exit in free agency. Mm. Now, if you're Philadelphia, you do take this risk for the reasons you just documented. But I just don't want fans and media to be hypocritical with this. Philadelphia is going to have to pay top dollar for Tobias And for Jimmy Butler. If they want to. So don't look at the Knicks, Lakers, Nets, and Clippers sideways when they're paying big contracts to people not named Kawhi and KD and Clay. There's only three Kawhi, KDs, and Clays out there. And there's about ten spots for Maxis. And I'm glad you brought that up because there's another side to this deal, too. There's the Clippers side. So explain to the people what the Clippers strategy is. for. They're giving away one of their best players and not getting too much back. Basically what the Clippers are saying, and Jerry West is doing an amazing job reshaping that roster, they're basically saying instead of giving Tobias Harris a maximum deal like Philadelphia might do, mm-hmm. we want to actually probably give it to an all-NBA performer. That's basically what they're saying. Yep. And they're putting themselves in a position to acquire Anthony Davis and or Kawhi Leonard with the multiple picks that they have. Yeah, those picks, that 2021 first-round Miami pick is a really valuable one. Yep. Obviously, you get a 2020 first-round pick. And so they're positioning themselves, and they're giving themselves all of the options to sign people outright because we have two max deals. Yep. Plus acquire other star players via trade if we need to. You know what? I'm gonna look look at this through the Knicks lens. This isn't great news, you know. This is what's all these other spot, all these other teams. Basically, the Clippers gave up on this season. They're basically saying, you know what? We're in the eighth spot. We don't want to get swept by the Warriors. What's the point of that? Let's find ourselves our way to the lottery. We have two empty spots for big players, and I think that they're going to fill those spots with max deals. The best thing that happened to the Lakers' playoff chances. Is, is that the Clippers trade. just traded Tobias Harris? Exactly. So now it's going to be the, the the Kings and the Lakers fighting for a playoff spot. What? I cannot believe I just said that into a microphone and I meant it. What? The Kings and the Lakers fighting for a playoff spot. Well, one team that we know is going to be in the playoffs, the Thunder. And the narrative about the Thunder has been interesting this year. They're playing very well. Paul George has been on a streak lately. Like his last ten games have been amazing. And Russell Westbrook, remember the the talk about him was his inefficiency and his shooting. Well, Russell Westbrook has low-key with his 16 points, 15 rebounds, and 16 assists. I'm going to say that again. Last night, he had 16 points, 15 rebounds, and 16 assists. That is his seventh straight triple-double, Jalen Rose. 
short of only Wilt Chamberlain. And when you talk about Harden and Westbrook and what they're doing within the name, when you get compared to Wilt Chamberlain, you know you are doing something historic. He can get two more to tie Wilt Chamberlain's nine straight triple doubles. Do you think he does it? Other than being inefficient with his field goal shooting, Russell has been fantastic. He really has. He really has. In a couple of different ways. One, leadership. Allowing Paul George to ascend. So many times he got the blame for not being a guy that could acquiesce and submit to somebody else, in particular Kevin Durant, which even though KD led the league in scoring four times with OKC, there were times where Russell actually led the team in shot attempts. A lot of times. And so for him to be leading the league in assists, leading the team in rebounds, and unlocking Paul George's game and allowing him to flourish – now I have Paul George amongst the contestants for MVP. He's in the conversation. He won't win, but he'll be in the conversation. Absolutely. And, and it's truly remarkable how he's been playing. And here's what happens. Like, Russell plays like he just had an energy drink. Five of them. Yes. Okay? Paul George is more pace. Mm-hmm. He's more smooth. When he first got there, he was playing at Russ's pace. Yep. Now that Russ has fallen back and allowed Paul to unlock his game, he's playing at his pace. Now you see when he's coming off picking rolls, he's splitting them, he's getting catching shoots off down screens, and his three-point shooting has been remarkable. Yeah. This is why I believe the Thunder, like, like, unlike most teams in the West, I'm not saying they're going to beat the Golden State Warriors, but what I am saying is I'm giving them – and a healthy Houston Rockets team, the two chances to take the Warriors to a seven-game series. If the Warriors have to go through both of those teams, it will be a difficult ride. It would be yeah. a difficult ride. I don't know if they're going to go uh, you know, 12-0 into the finals like they did a couple years ago if they have to play those teams. Finally, Jalen Rose, one of our favorite players doesn't get discussed too much. Gentleman by the name of Dame Lillard. Well, he's going to be discussed today because this is what he wore to the game last night. He got a clock. Flavor flame. He got a clock with lights on it, batteries in there. It says it's Lillard time in the middle. He's got shoes. I don't know why he signed his own shoes. Jalen Rose, what do you think about the light up clock a la Flavor Flav? It's a boss move. It's a boss move. Because Dame Dollar is also an MC. Mm-hmm. He's having a terrific all-star level season. Shout out. And for those that haven't been paying attention, we judge, and rightfully so, the Portland Trailblazers off how they do in the playoffs, and they did get swept and flamed out last year. Yep. yep. But all I know, since Dame has been there, they made the playoffs every year in a tough Western Conference, and when I look yep. down at the Western Conference standings, they're always between three and six. Let me just say this, though. If you're going to wear a clock to the game that says it's Lillard time, you can't get 13 points and go five for 15. No. True story. You gotta play a little bit better. You can't lose to the Heat and go for a five fifteen if you wear a clock that says it's Lillard time. Good to see Hassan Whiteside playing at a high level. So excited for this show. Let's start it right now. Let's get the people doing. With us now, eleven time All Star, two time NBA champion, and I'm gonna say it. Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer! <laughs> Chris Bosch in the building. Thanks so much for doing the show with us. Man, I'm glad to be here. 
Man, I'm glad to be here. I mean, just be in the presence of greatness is a special thing. Oh, That's what please. we were thinking about oh, you. Please. Because <laughs> we have 11 all-star appearances and two championships combined. combined. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Combinations, collaboration. That's what it's about. That's exactly. what it's about, man. Well, glad you're here on a big NBA news day. There's some big news between the Sixers and the Clippers. We all know the details of the trade now. What was your initial reaction when you heard this, Chris? Interesting. I mean, uh, you know what? Uh, Philly, they've been kind of just right there for mm-hmm. um, a few months now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been talking about making making these trades to kind of improve the team. They want to improve their depth. And, I mean, they're going for it right now. So, you know, Eldon Brand, the big man up yes, there, indeed. he's making yeah, he's moves. making moves. Hopefully it'll work out for him. He's been active. Yeah, he's he got doing a great job now. Yeah, yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah, he's doing a great job with that team. And without Tobias, they've kind of underachieved based on their talent. When you have Joel Embiid playing at an all-NBA level, mm-hmm. clearly Ben Simmons is an all-star, and you add Jimmy Butler, you thought they would have been better. But now you add Tobias, but the East is still stacked. Mm. With teams that have chemistry, like Milwaukee, like Toronto, and Boston that has talent. So do you think with this move, they could possibly win the East? I think they can compete. I think it's going to be on how quick they gel. You know how hard it is to come into a situation right before or after All-Star break and have that pressure of the second half season over your head. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not sure that they'll be able to compete right away. We'll see. But, I mean, I think it's a good move long-term for them. I think they'll be in a nice position to, you know, go to Jimmy and say, hey, him and Tobias, and get them in a room and Embiid and, and, and Simmons and everybody and say, this is our group. We can do something with this. What it, what it does for me, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, obviously the Sixers perform in the playoffs, but it's going to be a really interesting offseason for both of these teams. Because the Clippers are, this is clearly some sort of, we're going to open up some cap space. We're going to bring in some big free agents. And also for the Sixers, it's like, all right, well, Tobias is up. Jimmy Butler is up. Mm. Are you going to pay both of those players and keep this core? Like, how do you think this moves forward for the Sixers going into next season? I think you have to sign them. I think when you make a trade like that, they've given up picks. Um, players, not so much, but when you give up first round picks, you give yeah. up that depth and that future. It's not for 30 games. Yeah, you got to sign them right now. And I think, um, that's probably going to be the mode and the conversations that they're going to have. So they should just be aggressive with that right off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world knows that you play with LeBron James in Miami and you guys formed the Heatles and we're a veteran group, more like peers. Now LeBron James seems to be on a team with a bunch of veterans who are one year deals and a bunch of young players that are on rookie deals. So what would your advice be to young players trying to perform playing with LeBron James? Get in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the gym, my man, because at the end of the day, after all the talking, after everything that's going to go on in that universe, it's a special thing, right? You got LeBron and you got the Lakers. Mm. So it's like a combined power thing, and they don't know what that means. The best thing you can do is get in the gym and work on your game and make sure you're performing when it's time to step in between those lines and you put that jersey on. You do that, everything will be good. If you don't, now you're the subject of trade conversation. The fans will be on you, and everybody will just remember how much you stunk Mm. when times got hard. So get in the gym and fall back to the basics. And there's a certain pressure that comes with playing with LeBron James and pressure that you and your Heat teammates handled very well, bringing home two championships 
And uh, they've got some banners up in those rafters, and they're adding another one very soon. They'll be retiring well your yeah. number. What's that night going to be like? What's that honor feel like for you? <laughs> it's it's still surreal a little bit. Um, I still carry on, you know, day to day. I'll never understand until I, you know, have it done. But my uh, grandfather, his name was Jack Bosch. Um, he was a big advocate for family. He had five children. He um, dropped out of the third grade and worked his butt off. And he was a rich man when he passed away and left things to his children, left property in Dallas, all around Dallas to his kids. And, you know, and then he had my dad when he was in his mid-40s. You know, so that was kind of a miracle thing. Last last son. And hope for me. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So there's hope. There's hope for me. <laughs> and, you know, just he was um so, so big into the family. And, um, you know, just to put that, to have that name up there, that's what's uh, most important for me. And my dad will be there. My kids will be there. It's going to be really special. And I think it's going to be something to you know, propel me into the next uh, next chapter. Modern day NBA, Danny Ainge formed the big three in Boston. We know about the big three you guys were able to form in Miami, and you accomplished so very much. And I'm big on statues and people being immortalized. Do you believe that you three players deserve that in Miami? I've never thought about that. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I've never oh, thought about, about that. We think about statues That's all the time. <laughs> all right, because current players, I think Vince should get one yeah. in Toronto. Uh-huh. Russell will eventually get one at OKC. Dirk will get one in Dallas. Dirk yeah. in if Dallas. If he ever retires. LeBron in Cleveland. Yeah. All deserving. Yeah. I feel Dwayne Wade is going to get one. Oh, 100%. So 100%. I feel like your jersey going up, LeBron's going to eventually go up. Mm-hmm. You big guys deserve statue. a statue big of the big three. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> you're not, see, I know you're not going to advocate for yourself, but we're here to do it for you. No I mean, doubt. The big I'll three deserve it. a statue. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I'm like, I just built my own statue and put it in the hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> when the kids, you know, can see me like, yeah, they can build a statue no and jump. But you were actually a big part of my life about 10 years ago. Because right now, all these athletes have Instagram accounts. They're putting out videos and they're doing little funny things. Yeah. But you were one of the pioneers of this. <laughs> Ten years ago, for those who don't know, Chris Bosch had a banging YouTube channel yeah, with so many characters and so many jokes. <laughs> and I would check this every single day to see what the latest update was. <laughs> I mean, what made you do this? How did you find the I time to do this? this? Like, this was hilarious. Like, this, this, yeah. this I was like, this is my favorite athlete of all time <laughs> well, during that this period. Is, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happens when you don't go to the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have a lot of free time. <laughs> um, but you know what's funny? Um, when I first did the, the the whole thing happened with the whole used car salesman all star yep. video thing. Yep. I only did that because LeBron and KG were ahead of me by like a million votes, and I wanted to just make it closer because that was embarrassing to be in third place yep. and be a million votes behind. So I just said, okay, what can I do to pump up the votes a little bit? So I did it, you know, put it on the internet. And then the next day, it's on Sports Center, and it's, hilarious. it's everywhere. And I, I mean, it blew my mind a little bit. So that was kind of the inspiration for all the other videos. And I've, I went to a radio TV magnet school uh, when I was in high school. A lot of people don't know that. Shout out to Lincoln High School Shout Humanities out. and Communications Magnet. Yes, indeed. Uh, but um, that was kind of—it's always been there. 
you know, and um, me and my brother, we had been fooling around. I remember, I remember we had a tape thing and we would just make radio shows, you know, and, and if we got a camera, we would film stuff. So it's it's always been something I've done. And shout to Hottie, too, shout from out. Toronto, because <laughs> I started a YouTube page around that same time. And uh, you just took That's it to another level. Time. <laughs> a lot of free time. Absolutely. <laughs> but now that we have you on the show, and Jacoby is the capo of the minivan mafia. He has his lovely family hanging up on the on the wall with the immortals. He has two twins. You have twins. Yeah. Do you have any advice for Jacoby as it relates to getting out of the house? I like to get out of the house. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> you know, hey, man. how are you going to get out of the house now that now that you're not you don't have the 82 game schedule? Shoot, you know what I do? Uh, uh, I tell all my kids, you can still trick them. Look that way. <laughs> where'd that go? I don't know. I don't know where that went. But but yeah. he ain't gonna be back for two hours. But if you ever need to get away, you have a home here, right here, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Are you gonna Are you that, gonna man. make the move to the media? Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, that's always, you know, just been something that I've always wanted to do. Um, you know, you look at, you know, uh, the, not not only it's about being a great player when you're a player, then it's about being a great person, you know, so it's about projecting a positive message and using platforms to do that. So I'm excited about it. Well, we always have a home here. I have one very quick question. Jalen Rose one time came to the show with your wallet. You guys were at a restaurant. You remember and that? And Rose showed up to the show with LA, your wallet. Yeah. Yes. When he, when you got the wallet Boa. back? Yes. We ran into each other at yeah. Boa. Yeah. Yeah. When you got yeah. the wallet back, was there still cash in it? No. I mean, that's what I figured. There wasn't that's any what I cash figured. in it in the beginning. That's, that's what funny. I figured. You know, people ask me for money. I tell them I don't have any money. They think I'm joking. I don't that's have any There's no cash in my, in my, you know, I can't tip. I can't do nothing. I would have taken a credit card for sure. For sure. Thanks so much for coming through. Appreciate, You're appreciate the love. Come on. Thanks a lot, man. Congratulations on the Jersey retirement. Appreciate that. I never get invited to big fancy events. I'm just a regular dude. However, I often am attending big fancy events because I'm a plus one of my wife's. And one thing I know is I'm never appropriately dressed. Well, guess what? Now there's blacktux.com. Black Tux has awesome suits, tuxedos, and all kinds of styles. You don't buy them online. You can rent them online. This is the best. Black Tux offers you all kinds of suits and tuxedo styles that would normally be wildly too expensive for you to buy. You might only wear them once to one event. Now with Black Tux, you can blow it out just once for a big-time event. You try on a new look. Do something different. Take your style to the next level. Here's how it works. With Black Tux, you get free home try-on before the event to make sure you get the fit and the feel and the quality of your suit way before your event. And then you order your suit. It arrives 14 days before the event. If anything is less than perfect, Black Tux will send you a replacement right away. That's the thing about clothes and online. How many times have you bought something online and just didn't fit right? You had to send it back. Black Tux builds in for that. So you don't have to buy a tuxedo, spend thousands of dollars. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a suit. Not with Black Tux. It's so simple to return. You wear it. You turn heads. You send it back three days after your event. Shipping is free both ways. Stand out at your event for the right reasons with the Black Tux. And here's the best news. You get $20 off your first purchase. Visit theblacktux.com, enter code Jacoby. That's theblacktux.com, code Jacoby. You get $20 off your first purchase. If you're going to a big event, you're worried about what to wear, worry no more, go to theblacktux.com, enter code Jacoby. Indianapolis, Indiana. 
with the Pacers. The Lakers were in town to take on those Pacers, and they got waxed, putting it on whack by 42 points. The worst loss of LeBron James's career Mm -hmm. while he's been in the game. However, that wasn't all that happened. There's a lot of trade rumors swirling about this Lakers roster, and uh, that wasn't lost on the people of Indiana. When, um, you know, certain players took the line, they took notice. Let's give a listen to the Pacers' face. You can offensive rebound them, but most importantly, you have to transition back. Presented it to him at the game LeBron James didn't play. (laughs) Now, um, I'm not going to say that, you know, the hazing of the crowd is what made them play this poorly. But how much of a factor do you think all these rumors and all of this sort of like instability is affecting the Lakers' actual play on the court? It affects it a ton, emotionally, psychologically, and then it played out last night physically. These are human beings. They're not Autobots, okay? When you start to hear your name being thrown around in rumors, it lets you know that your situation isn't currently stable. Mm -hmm. When that happens, you have to fend for yourself in a professional dynamic. That's just how it works. I know people feel like you're getting paid a lot of money. You should just keep your nose to the ground, not pay attention to the rumors. But these are young players. They're going through this for the first time. They play alongside an iconic player like LeBron James, a historical franchise, Los Angeles Lakers, one of the greatest players of all time, Magic Johnson, running the team. So there are a lot of dynamics at play for young players like Ball and Hart and Kuzma when you constantly hear that you're not good enough. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what this conversation is about. LeBron and the management feel like you can't take us to where we want to go. This is why we open up two max spots, let Julius Randle walk for nothing. So that's the situation that it is. Now, I want to make sure, however, I give a shout to the Pacers fans. Shout yep. out. As somebody that played 20 years of basketball, four in high school, three in college, 13 in the league, I've heard fans say all types of things. I always appreciate smart fans. They weren't cursing. They weren't vulgar. And like the great American philosopher David Jacoby once taught me, you could be mean. If you're funny. And that was funny. And that was funny. <laughs> right? Not worth trading is funny. Right? Too. That's funny. Right? And, and that lets you know that it's out there. And so after the game, LeBron talked about players not looking at their phones and not consuming social media. There's it's no, at my it's, job. It's everywhere. It's at my job. It's everywhere. There's no way that they can stay away from this news, especially <laughs> when this news is so impactful on their lives, both personally and professionally. Now, there's one thing I need you to take me behind the curtain on, because this has been a little bit controversial. This picture from the game last night. There is one camp that says, look, LeBron James is alienating his teammates. He's not even sitting by them. And there's another, some people say that's his normal spot, and those other players were in the game. Is this something or nothing, Jalen Rose? That's something major. Oh, oh, explain. Because who's the leader of the Lakers? LeBron James. How much did they lose by? 42 points. What would you like him to be doing in that situation? Encouraging his teammates, putting his arm around people, saying, well, you know, we lost this one, but we'll get him next time. Now, also, remember, LeBron played against the Clippers. They won in overtime, played 40 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Then they play Saturday against the Warriors. They played well, too, without LeBron James. They held their toe-to-toe with the Warriors for three quarters. But an hour and a half prior to the game is when Luke Walton, the head coach of the team, found out that he was not going to play. So when he returns, and they're without Victor Oladipo on paper, that should be a dub. That should be a W. Especially, they need Ws right now. Okay? So for them to get beat by 40-plus points just lets you know that there's a fracture there. When Mo Wagner falls on the floor and Lance doesn't help him up and walks the other way, 
like he did with the Clippers when Austin Rivers fell down, that gives you an insight to the psyche of what the team is currently dealing with. Are you slandering, Lance? I'm just There'll he, be no Lance slander here. I'm just spitting There'll be facts. no Lance slander in this room. Now, it is time for a new segment. The latest rumors about the Anthony Davis trade <laughs> that likely won't happen for four months. Update. This show is so unprofessional. What are you talking about? We're journalists. <laughs> We're just reporting the latest rumors about a trade that probably won't happen for four months. And there's an update because there's always an update on this. The latest update. The Lakers have finally made their Godfather 2 offer. So they made their offer and then they made their Godfather 2 offer. Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, and Zubat, And two first round picks. Did they? They did. That's official? That's official. So that's why you need the, the update, clearly, Mr. Rose. So, they said it's their best and final offer. They, they're tired of negotiating against themselves. They want to hear a counter offer. You said this deal doesn't get done before the trade deadline. That's a pretty good deal. Look at that on the screen. Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, Zubac. That's a starting five. And two first-round picks. Do you still think this deal will not get done in the next couple days? I like all of those young players. Me too. And you know, Lonzo Ball is my little brother mm-hmm. through adoption. Mm-hmm. Kuzma, fellow Michigander, Michigander represent Flinttown. I've always talked about how Hart was underrated and he was going to give toughness in the draft based on what he accomplished at Villanova. And Zubac came out of nowhere this year. But the Lakers offering two first-round picks when they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis just tells me that I'm going to be picking between 26 and 30 every year. Probably. Those don't necessarily entice me. It'll be in the 20s no. for sure. And here's the other thing. When I add those one, two, three, four, five guys to go with Julius Randle, I kind of got six of the guys that was on the Lakers last year that went to the lottery. Mm-hmm. And so here's a different way I want fans to look at it. Okay. Which one of those guys are going to be an all-star next year? None of them. That's why you don't do the deal. Nope. I think of those five players I'm looking at, there's some all-star appearances in there. There's some all-star appearances in there. When, though? Next few years. Okay. Next few years. Anthony Davis is now. He's right now. And you don't want to be on the hook with all of those first-year contracts. When they all come up. When they all come up. And then one of those guys blossoms into an all-star Kuzma's going to be an all-star. Kuzma's going to be an all-star. Ball has Ball's, potential. Ball's going to be an all-star if he stays I healthy. think Kuzma and Ball will be all-stars. Ingram, depending on the situation. Could go either way. Okay. So, I like them as prospects. But I saw that team with the Lakers, if I'm New Orleans. And that same deal, they could offer me in July. So, you still do not believe that this deal will happen in the no. next 24 hours? I don't believe that deal will happen in the next 24 hours. Well, no. Get a little socially awkward for Anthony Davis because he saw this deal and he saw an Instagram post about this deal and you know what he did, Jalen Rose? Do you know what he did, Jalen Rose? Ooh, and I, I like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis liked this Bleacher Report post or comment and then real quick, unliked it. Jalen, I don't think this happens by accident. Anthony Davis is actively now low-key voicing that the Pelicans should take this deal. I already gave everyone the dominoes. You talked about a godfather offer. Mm -hmm. The only thing the Lakers haven't done to the Pelicans is have Dale Dimps wake up with a horse head in the bed. That's the only thing. Maybe that's something they should try. Maybe that's something they should try. We talked about this on this program in September. 
Woj broke it in January. Rich Paul did a statement. Anthony Davis Sr. talked about it. Anthony Davis has talked about it. Kobe Bryant has talked about it. Now we see Anthony Davis liking post. You know why there's a sense of urgency besides the fact that they probably won't make the playoffs without this deal? It's because if and when this deal does not happen, Anthony Davis' season is over. Well, that's that's another report. Yeah. Anthony Davis wanted to suit up and play for the Pelicans. He wanted to play for the Pelicans. The Pelicans front office is like, nope, you are shut down. What do you make of that? What do you make of the fact that, A, he wants to play, and, B, the Pelicans will not allow him to reportedly? Him wanting to play is the equivalent of, and this was genius, Rich Paul putting out a list of teams that he wanted to go to that he can sign long-term with, which none of them had the access to acquire. To make an offer, yep. So if you're Anthony Davis for public consumption and endorsements and your reputation, something that while you wear the team name on the front, you wear your name on the back, okay? He can't have people going around feeling like he's getting paid millions of dollars and was a healthy scratch. So it's best that the team comes off as being the people that held him back, but it's in each of their best interests that he doesn't play again. It is. It really is. It is. It's, it's, it's in everyone's best interest that he doesn't take the court, and, but of course he's going to say he wants to take the court. And if you're the team, the fans ain't going to be mad at you. They're going to be mad at him. So now it buys them leeway to tank. Mm-hmm. And so now you do his deal, you tank, you see where your draft pick is. That's another reason why you don't rush to do the deal. Jalen Rose, the Lakers made a trade, but it had nothing to do with Anthony Davis. They spent, they sent my guy Svee Mikhailuk. I'm not, I'm not going to run from the last name, Jalen. I'm going to try it. Svee Mikhailuk over what? to, oh wait, where? Detroit. And they got back Reggie Bullock. I know you watch a lot of Pistons games and, uh, they're not that good at basketball. So I don't know who, we, I don't know who's checking for him on league pass. What does Reggie Bullock bring to this Lakers roster that they need? A capable defender, a knockdown shooter. When you play alongside LeBron James, you need guys that can catch and shoot and not have to worry about creating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because LeBron needs that space to operate. And he can do that, averaging around 12 points a game. I liked him as a member of the Pistons. I think he'll bring value to the Lakers. Here's another issue. What's that? If the deal doesn't happen, he just took somebody's minutes that you had in that trade. Somebody's yeah. minutes just got swiped. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's why for the Lakers, you go on the road and get beat by 40. That's why for the Lakers, it's a rush. It's a pressure to get the deal done. That's why if you're the Pelicans, not going to be able to do it. I really want to see this deal get done in the next day. Please, Woj, just tweet it. Maybe it'll happen. Well, LeBron, I left that out. Tweeted on Super Bowl Sunday. He did. Yeah. All right. Jalen Rose. John Wall. Some very sad news about John Wall. He had an injured heel. that He had surgery on. And then news. I was with you when the news came across the ticker yesterday that they have discovered that he has ruptured his Achilles tendon and it is going to be an estimated 11 to 15 months of recovery. Now, a little bit of controversy about this, Mr. Rose. Reportedly, he was supposed to be wearing his walking boot all the time unless he was in the shower. And they say that he uh, injured his Achilles tendon by slipping and falling at his home. Now, we have absolutely no idea exactly how he injured his Achilles. We don't know if he was wearing the boot when he slipped and fell or whatever. Wow. But is there something a little a little fishy about all this? Well, you just gave me a level of detail that I didn't know 
Thank you for that information. Shout out to our producer, Lisa James. That Shout he out. needed to wear the boot at all times. I would assume that that's what he was doing. I got love for John Wall. I'm going to make sure I shoot him a text, tell him to heal up. But when I look at this timeline for a player that's missing this season, Maybe next season. If that's 11 to 15 months. They're not going to be a contender next season. That means he's going to miss next season as well. Mm -hmm. And for a guy who's so fast and so athletic. Yep. To now miss two, possibly more seasons in the prime of his career. You just hate to see that from his perspective and from the team perspective. Because he just got a big deal. Huge deal. This is the all-star level player. Like this is a. Uh, I mean, that's uh, about $70 million he's going to make to not play. But this is the yeah. 2010 and two steals guy. Mm-hmm. Like, so to take him out of your lineup, now that you have Bradley Veal developing into an all-star caliber player, man, it's a tough blow for the Washington Wizards. Well, obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster's involved because underneath one of the reports, Juju, you know, he made a little, he made a little comment. Juju wrote, what you doing at the crib, bruh? And he wrote back, funny guy and all that, but I'll see you around, bruh. Hmm. John Wall doesn't, doesn't seem to be liking the, the, the humor. Doesn't see any humor in this. I don't see any humor in it either. And the thing about the response, it was such in paid in full voice. That's what I love. <laughs> that was in paid in full voice. I appreciate that from somebody that continues to watch that movie time and time again. Yeah. Do you think that he was not wearing his boot when he injured himself? I don't know. I don't know either. It's hard. Like I don't, I don't know either. I've never had a boot. I, I, I just like to pay it in full voice. <laughs> I like Cameron. Shout out. Well, your man, your man's a real funny guy. It is now time for news that matters. A gentleman in Colorado, beautiful state, great outdoors, hiking trails, and mountainous landscape a gentleman in colorado was just jogging along enjoying the nature the brisk winter air when he's confronted by a mountain lion do you know what he did choked out the mountain lion with his bare hands this is confirmed just just so you know i'm not i'm not making this up jalen rose this is what they wrote after additional investigation including examination of the lion we have confirmed the victim's account that he was able to suffocate the animal while defending himself from the attack now, wow, Jalen Rose, what? if you were jogging around in the brisk winter air in Colorado enjoying the landscape by yourself and you were confronted by an aggressive mountain lion, what would you do? Two of my favorite artists once had a record together. Oh, okay. I'm sure that's relevant. Ghostface Killer. Oh, very familiar with me. And Jada Kiss. Two of the greatest. And you remember what it was called? Of course I know what it was called. Run! Run! Um, who's my favorite player in the National Basketball Association? Lance Makem. Not just because of what he does Lance on the court, but he was visiting Indianapolis where he made his mark in the league. And before the game, they asked him about his post-game plans, and he divulged the greatest thing I've ever hear, heard him say. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go to Hooters after the game tonight, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So everybody meet me at Hooters after How many people do you think went to Hooters to eat wings with Lance? Lots of fans. Lots of them. In 49 states, it's just basketball. But that's Indiana. Very it's quickly, religion. Jalen Rose. Very quickly, what do you order when you go to Hooters? I order two orders of crab legs. Two orders of crab legs. One of the weirdest things about and Jalen I Rose. And I crack each of them neatly before I eat one. Jalen, there's some news about the Detroit Pistons. 
Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. The Detroit Pistons have traded Stanley Johnson to Milwaukee for, wait for it, Thon Maker. Mm. Huh. Mm. Interesting. What does this tell you about what the Bucks are trying to accomplish, what the Pistons are trying to accomplish? Well, for the Bucks, it gives them another defender on the perimeter, and it really fits their motto. Like, but playing alongside Greek Freak, either you want shooters, you want defenders, you want people to compliment him. Mm-hmm. You have Lopez that can knock down threes even though he plays center. I like them adding Stanley Johnson, gives them added depth. Yep. But Thon Maker to Detroit, interesting prospect. It is. A seven-footer that can make threes, block shots. Up front with Blake Griffin. He was such a huge prospect when he was in high school. There's so much discussion about him. And then we wanted him to blossom into what he was supposed to be in the league. It just never happened. Do you think it could happen in Detroit? Dwayne Casey's a terrific coach. I think if there is somebody that can unlock his potential, it is that head coach. I am rooting for Thon Maker. Interesting trade. I'm sure we'll get a lot more tomorrow. Jalen Rose, you wanted to acknowledge on Wednesday when we always celebrate the kinder, more responsible, superior gender. You want to acknowledge Maya Moore? I just wanted to give a shout to Maya Moore because not only is she a champion on the collegiate level, but also in the WNBA. I'm a fan of hers because she always handles herself with class. So when I saw the news that she's taking off this season for family and to pursue a ministry, it was really refreshing to me when I see somebody in their prime that understands there's the score of the game and there's the game of life. And for her to be willing to do that at this point of her career is really remarkable to me. Shout out to Maya Moore. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show today. I want to thank Chris Bosch for coming through. And remember, tomorrow we are off because of the trade deadline, and we'll be back on Friday with another dope show to step two. We'll break down every single move in the NBA and much more. We need your cultural or regional questions. Call 985-80-JALEN. Leave us a voicemail with a cultural or regional question. We will play it on the television show on Friday. I'm so excited about the trade deadline. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back on Friday. Why is that, KRS? Done. We're not done. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>